Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Whoever told you to buy the cool cat, they gave you good alpha. They gave me good alpha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that like sounds you, like head. Just- it's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, guys. I'm Val Benson. Welcome to another episode of Almost Adulting, previously known as Too Tired to Be Crazy. It seems like people still get confused about the fact that it's literally the same podcast. I just have ADHD and I decided to change the name. So it is what it is. Welcome. Okay, so today my special guest, not only is she super talented and smart and amazing, but we actually go way back. And her name is Nicole Benam. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, Okay, so Nicole Benam. I just say your last name, correct? Benham, but I like, I like the me. way you say it. No, I, I will like kill the way myself. you say it. Nicole Benham. Like, we go way back. I still can't pronounce it. I know, but who uses last names? Like, if you're calling me, you're not going to be like, hey, Nicole Benham. 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 Nicole Benham. So basically, she made a name for herself by deviating from the typical, quote unquote, code of conduct journalists, encouraging people to talk about even their most embarrassing stories. And after over 10 years as a journalist, Nicole founded Beyond the Interview. I'm sure you guys have seen it. It's a pretty popular Instagram and it's also... It's like an actual company. An actual company. It's a website. It's a site, right? It's a site. It's a discussion platform. And then we exist on social audio. And then you've been to our IRL events. We have in real life events. IRL is in real life events. But obviously, you'll learn more of these like lingo in a second. Um, And basically, one of the first websites dedicated to uh, breaking down the barriers and telling the real story behind the photo and now you also do a lot of hosting and marketing. I'm basically like an NFT personality engine in uh, in this new ecosystem that has developed. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. So we're gonna be discussing NFTs beyond the interview and a few other things. Uh, Cause also you guys should check out her TikTok. She has a really booming TikTok and like a lot of really good advice cause she's all about mentors and things like that. And we've continued to stay friends throughout this whole journey of what we do for a living uh, because we're constantly kind of just giving each other advice. Yeah. But I do wanna cover really quick how we know each other. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, uh, cool. So it's funny story, but Nicole and I actually know each other through my ex-boyfriend and we used to hate each other. Yeah, we didn't like each other. Yeah. Cause I was like dating, well back then he used to have hair on his head and he was like attractive. He's still attractive. I'm totally kidding. kidding. (laughs) I'm so not bitter that he cheated on me. He was so cool. Basically he used to cheat on me and like everyone else knew except me. So I, I was like the know. only, f- oh, sick. Okay, so except the two either. of us. But so she used to, not that you were like kind of a mean girl in high school, but you were, well, her and her friends didn't really like me. And she used to prank, she used prank to call, prank call, call me. Yeah. All- <laughs> With, no, but it was like, look, it was a group of people and we were just bored. 
Okay. Yeah. And it was the wrong thing to do. <laughs> and I didn't know you at all, really. And yeah. I feel like, but still, even even now as an adult, I feel like lots of people don't like each other because they don't know each other. No, plus it's high school. It's different. But like, yeah. we, we didn't really like each other. I just never... Yeah, but then like years later, we became friends. Yeah, because I was following daddy issues. And I'm like, who are you? This is like, I followed it before it blew up. You had like 5,000 followers. And I'm like, who are you? You're like, if I tell you, you're not going to like me. Do you remember this? No. Yeah. And then we, we, and then finally you told me, I'm like, oh my God. I told you. That was such a long time ago. You told me who you were. You're like, don't tell anyone. It was such, and then I was like, don't worry. It was such a long time ago that we didn't like each other. We met up with my friend, Jennifer, blonde. Wait, I kind of do remember meeting. Yeah. Wow, wow. I told you that early on. Yeah, you told me really early. I was an early fan of the account. That's so crazy that I trusted you and told you. I guess I kind of wanted to, it, I needed, I was looking for more like familiar faces. So even though we didn't really like each other, it was probably like comforting to yeah. be able to tell someone because yeah. I was anonymous for around close to two years. And then we just kind of continue staying friends and we're like, I feel like we always have really good conversations and we always give each other really good advice. And both of us are women in a space where constantly it's being dominated by men. Yeah. So yeah, but um, okay. So why don't we start with NFTs because a lot of people get confused with that stuff. I recently got into that space and then I forgot about it. My bad. I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got so busy with other things. I know I can't imagine the yeah the amount of work that you get thrown your way yeah it's hard for me like I'm I'm very like even my podcast room right now we're filming in my living room and I have a podcast room in my house and I didn't finish it so very Aries of me very Aries yeah even though I'm not an Aries what are you a Leo you a are Scorpio stop it no you're a Scorpio I'm a Scorpio but a lot of people think I'm a Leo that's what I am I know. That's why a lot of times when things happen, you're like, you're like, oh, you're a Leo. That makes sense. You always say that to me. Really? Yeah. You always, you always say that to me. That's so funny. Well, a lot of people think I'm a Leo. And then I just looked at my chart and there was this thing called your MC and my MC is in Leo and that's in my first house. And I feel like now that makes so much sense why I give the energy of a Leo because I'm so... If you think I know what that means, you're wrong. <laughs> She's like, that's why I do NFTs and stuff. <laughs> like, astrology is really cool. Okay. It is cool. I just want to sit next to someone who knows about it and then tells me everything. I'm not going to go study it. You're like a calm Leo. But I can. I definitely feel the vibes of a, of a Leo with you a lot of time. As like a leader. That's very Leo Oh, vibes. that makes me so happy. Thank yeah. you. Leaders and um, someone that likes to be the center of attention at places which that's more me so that's what people think i'm a leo yeah that makes sense yeah okay so nfts let's get into it so you got into the space yeah you got into the space starting from clubhouse but you've always been really good i think with gathering people and with events in general so even with clubhouse mm -hmm. like we'll get to that in a second after you explain nfts but when clubhouse just came out during the pandemic nicole was able to be one of the first people on clubhouse to get paid to start rooms, which is a really big deal if a lot of people don't realize that. I have my finger on the pulse of emerging trends, but really, I just surround myself with people who have their finger on the pulse of emerging trends so that I can know these things too. I think you're very good at networking, 
having good conversations with people and be, you're very loyal so that's what people like you you're you are able to remain in their circle like for example even with what i do for a living most of the people from my past i'm not associated with them not personal it's yeah. just it's business but you're one of the few people i associate with even when we weren't really doing similar things because you are like a very loyal person and trusting so it's able to kind of keep you around thank you and then you're able then to gather all these people together that's that's your talent one of your talents so that's even clubhouse she started to get paid she had a large following on clubhouse which again pretty rare and then she was able to start gathering people in rooms speakers and then she was getting paid for it which is a very big deal and that's just kind of how before she got into the nft space so nft space okay this is a big deal heather my podcast manager asked me to, to ask you to describe an nft if you were describing it to a child so okay nft non-fungible token fungible means replaceable or able to be exchanged so if something is non-fungible it's unique it's not able to be replaced not able to be exchanged something that's fungible and a good example is a coin like a physical penny fungible a bitcoin yeah fungible a bitcoin is fungible yeah they're all the same they're all worth the same thing a a penny a quarter is fungible with other quarters yeah but but nfts okay are tokens that are minted onto right now the ethereum blockchain and we have solana nfts that are you know that are getting popular yeah that's cryptocurrency yeah cryptocurrency so now you know basically what the word stands for and and the cool thing about nfts is how do i say this so simply it's so it's maybe say and then i'll i'll re yeah if it's confusing yeah okay so let me let me say this so since the inception of the internet i think 1992 we've been uploading tons of files to the internet pictures songs artwork tons of stuff but we don't own it like when you when you upload stuff to instagram you don't actually own that picture i mean instagram does instagram does Mm -hmm. you know and they make most of the money off advertising yes okay but someone like you you are a creator you are an artist in in web 3 which is something that we call you know the new internet yeah and by the way, I get why you're laughing, but it's like because oh, you keep saying new, new terms. I'm sorry. This is why it's hard. No, I know what you're yeah, talking. Yeah, you know because you've you've been, been there, doing, but you yeah. can only imagine what your Someone audience is is. Yeah, thinking. that's why I'm laughing because you as you go, you're like, well, because it goes through the Web Ethereum th- coin. <laughs> we'll explain that in a second. Sorry, that's crypto. Okay, back to oh, well, Web three. Well, that's okay. We'll get to that. Okay, anyway, so NFTs. <laughs> right. Okay, Web three is the third iteration of the internet. So web one was like Internet Explorer and all of that. Web two is like the social media, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. Web three is what's being built now. So web three isn't even really here yet. We're we're building it. That's why everyone's like, stay building if you go on Twitter. Oh. Yeah. So so anyway, we've been uploading all these files to these internet that we don't own. But now with NFTs we have another term, smart contracts, which is an automated Sorry, tool. I don't know how a toddler can understand this, but yeah, a maybe, smart one. Yeah, a high IQ toddler. Yeah, <laughs> will be able to understand this. So, 
so a smart contract is a tool that helps a transaction between a buyer and a seller and it's automated. So right now what's hot are collectible projects right now. You own a cool cat. I sold it, but yeah. Yeah. What'd you sell it for? Um, I think I sold it for like 40-ish thousand. Because oh, wow. when the war just started, uh, right before the war, I had an idea, I had a feeling everything was going to go down. And I so you had a good instinct. It. That was smart. Oh, really? It went yeah. down? I kept mine and now it's at like seven. I mean, I think they're going to. 7,000? No, like seven ETH. Which oh, is, seven ETH. Which but is like 21,000. just went down. So, okay. Oh, did it? I don't know. I didn't yeah, look what so it's at today. Okay, so it's like 21,000. Yeah, I mean, assuming Ethereum is around 3,000. Yeah. So. Okay, again, they made, okay, cool. So I made a profit for my cool cat. I, I kind of dabble into NFTs and want to get into it because right now the space event, the reason it's so important for people like Nicole to be involved in this space is because women in this space, very minimal. Not only do a lot of people don't understand it, they don't want to get into it. And the space right now, most of the people in it are rich men. Or involved oh in my it. god and they keep getting richer it's crazy and the crazy part with nfts is that and she'll finish explaining is that even when you heard some quote-unquote celebrities even like banks who's a gamer or even logan paul who are buying these and then profiting off of it like of um what is the monkey what is it board ape board, board ape, ape yacht the, club board no yeah board ape yacht club and then the other one mutant ape no there's a ton doodles Late, like the what does it look the like? First the first original one that's like oh, punks, crypt, crypt, yeah, crypto or punks. crypto punk, like that's what they're known for selling. The truth is, these men bought like crypto punk for like 200, 300 thousand dollars, and then they were able to sell it for like let's say they made a 400 thousand dollar profit. So, a lot of these men who are involved in these NFTs already originally rich. And that's how they're able to get richer. It's very hard these days now to get into a project where you're about to mint it and then it potentially can grow. And I'm also like, in a second, you'll explain minting yeah. and all that. But yeah. this is still like early on in the game because a lot of people don't understand it, but it is important for women to be more involved. And that's how people like Nicole comes in. So NFT, non-fungible token. token. Yeah. Unlike crypto, it's part of the Web3 web3 is still building great so the other part that a lot of people don't understand which i had to explain to heather because she made a joke i don't get it i can just screenshot an nft yeah how so explain now to the audience how is that not the same as owning an nft okay so now that an nft authenticates ownership meaning you could find an nft on the blockchain and see who owns it, when they bought it, how much they bought it for, what it's worth now. It's like the deed on a house. It's a certificate of authenticity. You own it. So it's like right now, is it the Louvre where the Mona Lisa is? Yes. Okay. So oh, the Mona example. Lisa, everyone uses no, this you, example. I was thinking about that in my brain oh, and I was you? like, how did you just read my mind? No okay. way. Oh no, because that's, that's the main example that people use. Yeah. That's how I learned because I thought the same thing. I'm like, yeah, I could screenshot your well, it's JPEG. It's a contract that goes in behind that. Yeah, because it shows yeah. that it belongs to you and who you bought it for and for how much. It's, it's a whole... So it's like a painting, only it's, it's but not here, in your hands. So let me, let, me, let me answer your question. It's like, if I go to the Louvre right now 
and I take a photograph of the Mona Lisa, I don't own the Mona Lisa. They still own it. So yeah, you could screenshot a JPEG, but if you go and look on the Ethereum blockchain, you look it up on Etherscan, you can see who owns it. Question. Yeah. What is a blockchain? A blockchain is a technology that powers a currency. So it's the it's blockchain technology powers crypto. Yeah, so basically on the black, blockchain is when you're able to see the transactions. And the, but the scariest thing about blockchain is that if you buy or sell something and people can break into your transaction or whatever, like a lot of times money has been stolen through that. And when your money gets lost in the blockchain, right? It's like very hard to get that money back because they just goes through so it's scary like one time through um i sold i was moving around crypto and every time the those codes like what are those called like the the you know when you have the eth address the eth address i didn't realize that the eth address changes every single time it doesn't no, when you, the transaction, oh, 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 okay. the transaction yeah, address yeah, changes yeah. every time. I didn't realize that. And I was moving, I moved, I was moving around, I think I moved like 50,000 of the profits. And suddenly it didn't go into that account that I was going to. And then I went on the blockchain to see the numbers. And I was like, wait, I don't recognize this transaction number. I freaked out because I didn't realize it changes. Yeah. I was mortified. And then I, I literally was looking around. And I realized there's literally no one I can call. There's there's no helpline. There's nothing. And I, I literally, I had, I had to, I laid on the floor and I go, holy shit. I just transferred. I'm like, what like if someone- $50,000 yeah. to someone I don't even know. I thought that somebody yeah. hacked me, gave me a fake uh, address. Which and by explained- the way, happens all the time, which is why I'm sure you know this because you're on Twitter, yeah. all, you're active. Like we don't click on links. You have to get it from someone you trust, verify that it's actually them. When you go to, when you want to click on a MetaMask link or, or, you know, or that type of thing, go to the actual verified Twitter page. And here's the, here's the scary part. Here's the scary part. There's a, a collection that just came out, Moonbirds, okay? You had to enter a raffle. The mint price was 2.5 ETH. In two days, it's now 20 ETH. I, I almost bought it on secondary for 9 ETH. I had an instinct. I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I didn't because- Is the new cool cat? It's even crazier. I actually wanted to sell my cool cat just to get one. Yo, I'm so jealous. I didn't We could about split this. one. You know, we could do that and share the profits. At 20 ETH at this point, and we're late. We're we're late, but something tells me that it's not over. You think? Jimmy Fallon just just bought into it. All the VCs bought into it. It's like, it's. I hate saying this. I hate using the word pumped, but like, it's being pumped. Everyone believes in it, and not just pumped. Like, it's actually, oh, I and I, it's not. It, it's not like a pump and dump. That's not. I don't think that's what's. Ha- this is like an actual verified team with we good background split one i just asked you right yeah, now kind of <laughs> I'm, I, I, I mean let's consider but that but people do that fractional ownership is a thing but you have to trust the person and there's actually i think it's it's like party something there's a, there's an app or a website where you can actually do that with strangers and the and then hell no never no no but but the the website ensures that all of you get your money when it yeah. sells but that's kind of how you can get involved and buy an nft when you can't afford it like the rich people and you just like kind of split it and then hope for the best but a lot of NFT, at this point i mean we'll get to that later but 99 percent of projects now fail i think most projects are gonna fail and and but nobody talks about it people- Okay, I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about it, but that is I happening. will talk about it because yeah. that's why you have to... I always quote Naval here. 
You want to play long-term games with long-term people in life. And not everyone here is long-term. A lot of people are cash grabby. And yeah. th- by the way, that's that's why a lot of people are afraid of celebrities and influencers who could come in, use their status to sell out a project. You could probably sell out a project overnight and make a couple million dollars and dip. A hundred percent. And actually, at first, when I was getting into the space and I want to learn more about it, I was working towards the idea of creating um, an NFT collection. But then I started seeing how many celebrities were involved. And I started seeing a lot of celebrities getting in trouble by doing the quote unquote pump and dump where it's it feels like almost a Ponzi scheme where there's nothing really cool about the collection. We'll get into what's actually cool about the NFT. There's a lot of things behind behind it from the community to the things you can literally you can that your nft can get you into concerts and things like that like events and yeah there's there's utility exactly so you'll tell that in a second like lazy lions community is insane but we'll get that in a second so seeing how the celebrities were literally doing like a ponzi scheme where they're pumping their nfts by getting all the advertisement for people to buy it and then they make their profit and then they don't give a shit about the nft they completely and they leave and the value of the nft goes down exactly and then people get fucked over and it got to the point now that some of these celebrities were getting like sued or whatever it was so yeah and their reputation suffers but i backed away because of that but here's the thing you're very smart and perceptive and the one thing that you did there is that you noticed a pattern and then you're like hey no but that's the thing. Pattern recognition, not just in NFTs, in general, is a very important skill. Because if you didn't have that, yeah, of course you jump into it. Violet Benson drops an NFT collect. Like, <laughs> come on, it, it yeah. like you would, you you'd sell out. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Well, I didn't, I can't do anything I'm not passionate about. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I was trying to learn the space first. Yeah. And I was also, I was going to your events. I was going to different events because I was trying to get to know also the people in the space. Because also the community is so tight in this space that if you're just a celebrity coming in and you don't give a shit to get to know the community, they're, they're going to be bitter. And I, I, I can't remember the, um, the example I'm trying to make, but there's one celebrity that didn't care about the community and then he was selling his nft and he made like let's say an, an example would be like a million okay and then the other celebrity was walking around the community getting to know everyone going to all the events for like three months when he sold his his um his uh collection he made like 
let's say 10 million like so much more because half of the community was the ones investing and buying it because they 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 he made them feel like he's part of the community yeah and that's what that's another reason like i wasn't going to just create a collection for the money i had to do like because for example when i bought cool cat it was very interesting for me the story behind the kid who created cool cat yeah clon that's the most magical thing like it's a community and it's also a lot of these nft projects you get to hear their stories and that's how you kind of get to decide if you want to invest in yes, projects or not but you want to know what's in the interesting thing about community and i talk about this in so many of my twitter spaces and i i i wouldn't want to be having this conversation with anyone else because when you look at our backgrounds we ha we were a little we were like a little bit outcasts a little bit you and i yeah yes Okay, but most people that are in the NFT space were that too. Very creative, very talented, for some reason, you know, maybe a little different than their age group or whatever, but they come together and unify in this space. Yeah. The problem, I, I never liked the word community because, you know, I come from a community that like everyone has a really hard time in and I guess nobody feels free to talk about it. Yeah, Persian community. Per yeah, Persian community. And by the way, culturally amazing. Best parties. I love Shabbat. I love, love the values. Yeah. My The issue that people have a hard time talking about or for some reason like don't want to be like ostracized, don't want to be the one to say. And it's, by the way, it's not just Persian community. It's most communities, especially immigrant communities who come here, they get very tight knit and then everyone knows each other. Everyone's in each other's business. Everyone's curious about what's going on. So it's not specific to Persia. Yeah, but we grew up in the exactly. Persian so we have Beverly. To be, yeah, which so, is very judgmental. But yeah, but yeah. that's that's what happens when groups get together. Usually, yeah. they're very judgmental, and it's all it also becomes about like, okay, who's this or that status? So when when you think of community, most of us, most people walked into rooms growing up where they thought to themselves okay, who do I have to be to impress these people, to make friends, to become successful, to be included in the parties, to be invited in the parties, yeah. okay? What what really did it for me with the NFT community, first of all, I, I had to enter as an avatar, okay? You know, you like your cool cat was your main photo for yes. a while, okay? So no one can really judge the way you look when, when that happens. They hear your voice and that's the fastest thing like it's the easiest way to connect with someone you listen to someone's voice you can hear their passion their pain you can hear everything about them yeah you you know what i you no, know that is what i i that's one thing i liked about that community because well that's one thing i like about my community when i, I mean, when i started when daddy you, issues yeah. in my podcast it is meant for the people that felt different or like the black sheep or misunderstood yeah so that is what i liked about this community of the nft because it does feel like outcast and you know you're right when we were growing up we were always a bit different i don't think any anyone's really really crazy i think things propel them to do well i don't like using the word crazy especially not for women that's actually one of the reasons they changed my podcast name oh i didn't know that yeah like yeah. too tired to be crazy i didn't even like the fact that we kept having to repeat that word i think people use it too often to i think we constantly want to label every single one of our emotions so it's like oh i'm i'm angry it's like yeah. oh i'm so, yeah. sorry i'm so crazy it's like no i'm experiencing an emotion and i'm allowed to express myself yeah but so. i'll say two things about that if but we'll go back to the nfts to the one thing i want to say that i learned from personal experience 
all emotions are valid all reactions are not Ooh. okay you know what i mean like you can feel whatever you want to feel but once the words leave your mouth you already said it and and here's the one quote that completely changed my perception on all of this because i used to be reactive speak when you are angry and you will make the best speech you will ever regret Ah, oh, I love that quote. That's so true. I know, it's true. I remember you told me that. Yeah. We, we, we got in a disagreement in the past. She did something that irritated me and I didn't know how to express myself. Yeah. She, no, not irritate, she hurt my feelings. Yeah. But she didn't know. And I didn't say anything. So instead I started to kind of think in the back of my head about it. I didn't know how to express myself. So then I was just, I remember I kind of told her, let's take space. But then we ended up seeing each other in a friend's birthday. Yeah. And when I saw her, I thought she was talking about me and I'm so not confrontational that I end up coming off so confrontational because my way of avoiding confrontation is actually incredibly confrontational for people like without realizing. So I was kind of trying to avoid her, but I could feel her energy. Like I felt her energy and it was making me uncomfortable and it's not her fault. It's literally her energy. She's not saying anything. She's just <laughs> uncomfortable being around me because she's actually a pretty like shy person all that inside she's my brain i'm like hurt by her and then as i was leaving people she was sitting in a group behind me and i they were looking at me so i was just like this girl's talking about me so i came up to her i like go back to say bye to everyone then came up i come up to nicole and i go hey can you do me a favor and not talk about me in front of people can, can we keep this between us and me thinking that's not confrontational <laughs> in front of like a bunch of people. And then afterwards to make things worse, I texted you and I think I kind of was like, you're going to, we're going to have a problem. If I'm like, if I hear you speaking about me, especially yeah, I to didn't, people I like, didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, I was like, these are people I work with, but I have a potential like work with, I'm going to potentially work with them. Yeah. In the future. And they thought you were lovely. I didn't have any bad <laughs> conversation like, about you. If I hear you d disrespect me when it comes to work, I'm like, we're going to have a problem. But I would never do that. I know. But you know I, what though? Here's the other me thing. Me trying not to be confrontational. No, forget that. A long time ago, you heard a rumor about me that probably stayed with you and you probably thought that's something that I would do. Dude, does that make sense? Yeah, you know, you're right. That like, like in the back of your head, you're like, oh my God, maybe she, it, that's what's scary about, about that. That's I think, I, think I was that. actually more like it was my feelings being hurt and I didn't know how to sometimes we confuse anger is not a real emotion and we forget that anger comes from jealousy, pain, all that. I was feeling hurt. So I was actually sad and I was feeling hurt by a friend, someone I thought was my friend. So instead of me communicating, because once we communicate and I told you something hurt my feelings, you're like, oh my God, I had no idea. Dude, so, I teared up on the freaking FaceTime. Exactly. Yeah. So I was feeling hurt by you. Yeah. And that came out with anger. And because I'm, I'm still adjusting and learning my emotions, I with, and my anger made me see you suddenly in a completely different light because I was like, this person's not my friend. She doesn't want the best for me. Why else would she do this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, I wasn't thinking that the world, to you, the world doesn't revolve around me. To me, that I have my reality of that night and you have your reality of that night. You were busy doing something completely different. You weren't really thinking about me because you were busy with your event. So that's the problem. So that's how my perception of you was different in that moment because it was coming from anger. Yeah once the next day when you were texting me and you're like let's talk it out and i was just like oh, fuck it fine and then we were on the facetime it was just it's so crazy once when you communicate with people how easy things are you're suddenly you're just like oh yeah like so, you do care i'm so of silly. course but that but that's the thing that i also learned from chris voss 
who, yeah. you know, he taught me to always be curious about the other side and not react. So I had to learn that too. We all do. These are, these are things we could, I could, I could talk to you for like five hours, I know. but these, these are things that like, I think we should be learning in school. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because pisses me off. Like, I want to send my kids to a school. I'm not kidding. I think about this all the time. Beyond NFTs, beyond interviews, I want to build a school that actually promotes EQ as well as IQ. Yeah. And because this is just such a more important skill to me than learning AP Calc. Unless you want to go well, into I like I love AP Calc. Oh, so. Okay, but you were an accountant. Yeah, and a math tutor. And a math tutor. So that's important to what you wanted to do. Yeah. But I'm saying it's like, I'm just giving that as an example. Someone who wants to go into like. Well, what we're discussing it also has more to do with work things where how to present yourself in the business. For example, I almost made a speech I will forever regret by approaching Nicole around my, my future business partners and making the comment that I made. I didn't make Nicole look like a fool. The reality is I made myself look like a fool. And luckily I was able to um, mend the situation because I happened to be friends with all these people. Had this happened with potential partners of work-wise who didn't know me, they would have never... Me personally, if I saw this happen, I would not work with that person. Because I, like, I embarrassed myself. I made a fool out of myself for reacting because I reacted. So that's like one thing to note. I was in the wrong for doing that. It should have been a private conversation. So business-wise, I messed up. But luckily, everything worked out and everything was fine. Um, also, you know, sending the text message sent to Nicole. <laughs> really oh aggressive. I, but it's fine. I am a very <laughs> scary person, though. Like, I don't mess around. I'm a very, I'm like calm but deadly type of person when I'm angry. I don't scream. I don't fight. I don't do, it's more like, like it's yeah, more Yeah, you're, you're very sharp. I'm very sharp and to the point, I either don't speak at all and you know I'm unhappy or when I say it, I say it with meaning. Like that's this true. is it, we're done type of thing. Like that's kind of how I am. That's true. Ha ha ha, that's so silly. I'm so silly. <laughs> okay, where were where were we? Let, let's go but, back to NFT. Well, these conversations are very helpful too because yeah. it's literally also it's the whole month is all about women in business. So this is important how to, you know, approach. And I love that quote that you said. And Thank you. So I guess let's do a little bit more in NFTs and I'm ready to kind of get out of it because it's like a lot. So the screenshotting an NFT versus that is that, like she said, it goes into the blockchain. It's a whole contract and you own it. Unlike anything else on Web2, which is social media, you don't own any of the stuff. The websites you post things on own your stuff. And also, aside from just being a community behind the NFTs, there's things connected to it. So you can literally in the future, you'll have an NFT that you'll be using your NFT to go to a festival and things like that. Yeah. And you having the address of the nft is how you will be able to get in and that's how you can um authenticate it yeah i mean they can they can see that you're the person that owns the nft it belongs to you and then you know you'll get admission to whatever yes. event that is and you have a wallet and you have like i use was it what is a metamask metamask so metamask is is decentralized yeah. and then like exchanges like coinbase and and ftx and stuff like that those are centralized um exchanges and then so exchange coinbase that's more for crypto so yeah but uh because well, you use crypto to buy 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But MetaMask is one of the wallets where you can keep not only your NFTs, but you can keep like you have to transfer the money into there. Right now, for NFTs, you uh, most of the most the normal money crypto that you use for NFTs to buy them is Ethereum, along with Solana. And then there's there's other ones that are coming out is on different Polygen chains. Or something? Polygon. Polygon. Yeah, there's a ton coming out on different chains. Um, I, I, I think Solana's next. That's crazy. I took all my money out of it. I guess I should put my really? money back into it. I Ooh. got like over all the crypto stuff during the war uh, in Russia. Yeah, you're and just I, like... I took everything out because I saw everything. I realized the minute the war hits, the rich people are about to get richer. And I'm... Because I, I started watching crypto really closely and I started to notice a lot of shady things happening. Like I literally for hours, I would just sit and see like every day there'd be the most random um, cryptocurrencies that are not known suddenly out of nowhere pumping up. Then you see other people trying but to that invest. happens every day. Like, no, but I it was think. like very specific during specific days. Like, in, oh, like oh, the profits oh, oh. of it would have been insane. And then after a day it goes away and I was like, like Shiba oh. Inu? No, like ones you never heard of. Oh, okay. Literally ones you never heard of didn't exist until a day or two ago. And then I'm like, oh my God, people are lo- like, people are cleaning their money through this right now. Like I saw it happening and mark my words as a math genius, which I am, based on my <laughs> calculations, five years from now, this will be a documentary that, that there was some random pumping or money transferred that was illegal. And you will remember this podcast episode where I saw it happen. I know it happened. Noted. (laughs) Good. Okay, so the NFT, you can use it for a lot of things. You can like literally like like soon I'll be having events for the podcast. So you'll be using the NFT in your wallet to show that that's how you can get in. So it's a whole thing. But now, how do you even buy an NFT? (laughs) Okay, so you can mint one through the collections. What is minting? Minting means it's not on the it's not on the blockchain yet. You're minting it onto the blockchain you're the first it's like you can dollars i think are minted it's very hard to to be able to mint it unless you like personally get invited to the site no like not oh, everyone. well if you get on the allow list then you list. can mint it yeah yes. and so you know you have to know the right people um and they're you know they're trying to make it so that it's more fair like with the recent moonbirds drop they did a raffle and it was randomized but you also had to have 2.5 eth that you were willing to spend on the moon. Which is Ethereum, and the currency is constantly changing. The And right now, Ethereum, the ETH, what is it? You mean the currency price is yeah, constantly yeah, that's changing? Yeah, sorry. Currency price are constantly changing. So right now, the ETH is two point, what did you say? For that particular collection, you had to have 2.5 ETH to mint it, but you So typically, let's say if normally Ethereum, let's say it was 3,000, so it's actually you needing to have like, Seventy five hundred uh, yes. or seven or like eight, eight. Yeah. yeah, in like si- sitting in there. So even because when I first got into NFTs, I wanted to buy, um, and I want to buy the cool cat, and I can't because they're not taking your credit card, your cash, because you actually you have to create like this whole account. So forget MetaMask, whereas where you keep your NFTs, you first have to get on Coinbase or Gemini or these other places where yeah. you first have to move your money into ethereum and then and then it takes a few days to um to even make that happen for you yeah and they hold it yes and then from there you have to then move your money to metamask 
the place where you keep the NFTs in order to go on another website called OpenSea, where it's the main platform right That's now. That's the main marketplace right now. There's also Looks Rare and a couple other ones coming out. Coinbase NFT is about to launch. We've been waiting for it. So OpenSea and the other thing she's talked, just the other word she said, and Coinbase. Coinbase is where you move around your crypto along. It's just, it's like a Gemini and other ones like that. So Coinbase, you can't buy it. So right now there's a the platform to buy NFTs to see yeah. it is on OpenSea. So I literally had to learn about those three different things in order, because then you like, and then you have to open your MetaMask on OpenSea yeah. to buy the NFT using Ethereum. And you have to save your seed phrase and put it away and make sure no one else has access to it. Make sure you haven't screenshotted it. That's the problem. That and if you get locked out of MetaMask, you can never get back into you, it. You have to well, get a new you, one, that, no? no? Well, that, if you have your seed phrase, you can get into it anywhere. Your seed phrase is the thing that unlocks your wallet. If I had your seed phrase, I could take all your money. I could go in there and take it and send it to myself. It's so crazy. When I bought my cool cat, luckily I have some rich friends. I had to ask my friend to transfer Ethereum to me, to my MetaMask wallet, so I can buy a cool cat before it went up because no matter how much money I put into Coinbase, they were holding onto it. So I couldn't, I had the money and I couldn't even buy the NFT. It was so frustrating. Yeah. And it took like a week for everything to go through for me to then pay him back. And that's the point of frustration where people usually stop. It's not just women, but a lot of the time I speak to women, they're just like, dude, this is annoying. You know, it's so yeah. technical. You have to learn all of the new phrases, all of these new words, learn about the currency. What does this mean? What is a smart contract? And then they're like, okay, I'm not doing this. But the reality is this is the internet of the future. E Ethereum and Bitcoin too, not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm personally, I'm over Bitcoin because to be honest, unless you invest it early on, like you can't really fully make profit off of it. Obviously, if you want to just invest in the coin, but like I'm looking more I'll for like- I'll tell you what it is though. It's a good hedge against inflation. That is true. That's, that's, that's their main. Yeah, the ones I'm, and when it comes to crypto, it's very important to see the back end of it. So for example, Ethereum has such a back end behind it. So you see there's a big future to it. So you can, you believe in that coin. But for example, there's coins who don't actually mean anything and they're just for show like Dogecoin. There's nothing behind Dogecoin except like the hype. Except Elon Musk. <laughs> yes, but there, it's not, there's no like a whole like back end to it. Unlike Ethereum. You know, I'm friends through Twitter with the founder of uh, Dogecoin, Billy. And so I also pronounced that wrong. That's cool. He could have gotten, it's okay. He, he could have gotten super rich. I heard he like took his profits and bought a Honda and just dipped. Yeah. And, and he was the founder of Dogecoin. Wow. Um, but he's a super smart kid. I think has a bright future. Um, and he's friends with Elon Musk now, so. <laughs> to invest in crypto, which side do you use? So I use Coinbase, but they kind of take a good percentage away from you, which another thing, because this used to happen in stocks where they used to take percentage and then they finally cleaned that away. But not only did they take a little tiny, tiny percentage from your money when you put it into Coinbase, they take a percentage every time, they take a little bit of money, you lose a little bit of money when you're moving it around between the coins. And then when you're ready to um, Offer cash it. out, they take more money from you. So Coinbase is what I've been using because it's safe. 
what other ones do you recommend for crypto? Specifically with like Ethereum and, and other coins, tokens, I prefer Hashflow because there's no slippage, meaning they don't charge you. Really? Yeah, Hashflow is like, yeah. Hashflow. Hashflow. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Is it new? Um, It's relatively new. Um, A lot of- Safe? Safe. Uh, Tons of VCs have invested, like Dragonfly Capital, um, Bology, who's, you know, very well known in this space. Uh, Hashflow is good. People use Uniswap um yeah stuff Wait, like there's that other ones there's gemini and there's like another one something but with see, crack the, kraken kraken okay so the the centralized exchanges are ftx coinbase kraken gemini i might be missing one is there anything I've, else i've I been missed? working with ftx and gemini yeah yeah, yeah. so those but are i use coinbase yeah <laughs> so those are the main centralized exchanges then when you're on MetaMask, that's when you you go to Hashflow through the browser on MetaMask, or you can use it on uh, on Coinbase Wallet, the browser there too. Yeah. But yeah, I've just been using it on. Uh, oh, that's cool. So there's no fees for. And if there is, it's like very little. Coinbase it's, it's is insanely overpriced. Seen. I like lose money every time I move things around. Like when I was doing that, so I don't like it. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, so now you guys know the three things that exist. What? Okay, one more thing, because I didn't know what this word meant at all. Did you know what fiat meant? Fiat? That sounds like a car. Okay, that's what I thought. So fiat is like the regular money that we've been using. So sometimes I'll be talking to people in this space and they'll be like, oh, I'm so annoyed. I don't want to like convert my ETH into fiat, meaning like into dollars. Or like if you're in, you know, another country into whatever currency that country uses. So so like fiat, not a lot of people are are down. Why are they doing that to us? Like, why did they what what was the point? It just means dollars. Why do they have to call it fiat for what? I, I think it just means all of the existing currencies. I don't know. This is just terminology. I'm trying. Unnecessary. To, I know. A, a lot of these terms are unnecessary. By the way, like, did you? Okay, the word alpha. So whoever told you to buy the cool cat gave you a good tip. Insight, yeah. yeah alpha. That's what we call it in the community. So the person that gave me the good tip They gave you alpha. good alpha. No, they gave you good alpha. They gave me good alpha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, people, like people in this space will just come to you and be like, you got any good alpha? Oh. You know what's funny? I met a guy right before Moonbirds, before the raffle closed, who goes, did you 
did you apply for the Moonbirds raffle? He gave me the alpha for that. And let me tell you something. I felt like such a loser. I'm like, why haven't my friends told me about this? When I looked at it and it was 20 ETH two days after the mint, I'm like, I'm like, I could have made $60,000. Get out of here. I'm like, I didn't want to talk to anyone. And that's how everyone in the space felt. Yeah. Who, who didn't get one. I would feel that. Currently, what are the largest NFTs? So we got uh, a punk. Punk. Board Ape Yacht Club bought CryptoPunks. Yuga Labs owns Board Ape Yacht Club, bought CryptoPunks, bought the collection. Wait, the club thing? Board Ape Yacht Club, Yuga Labs. They own they own the other one now? They now Punk? own like the, the IP and stuff for, for Crypto Punk. Comes. Yeah, they, it's their company now. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I we mean, got Punks, we got Board Ape. Doodles. Doodles. Are big. Mutant Apes are big which is a derivative of the apes. Mutant apes. Then we also have a cool cat, even though right now it's going cool a little cats, down. World of women. Yeah, world of women. And that's one of the few collections that is popular owned by women, created by women. Yes. And then there's boss beauties, crypto covens, which are also uh, women owned. Then the the moon bounce. What is it called? Moonbirds. Moonbirds. Don't even get me started. We'll on buy that. one. We'll buy one. But I don't want to buy. I'm I'm actually irritated now that it's twenty. Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. See how it feels now. No, it sucks because I've gone into some collections where it completely dropped. Like I oh, got. Oh, I bought I bought stuff that completely tanked, and I lost so much ETH. Money, it's so yeah. much fiat. So no, no, you lost so much fiat. I mean, you lost, but whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you technically you lost ETH, but you converted your fiat to the ETH. Yeah, I, I've I've done some projects where I got the alpha on it and it was wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't love it. <laughs> Aside from that, I forget about if this term matters, but wasn't it something about well, like not uh, shit. I forgot the word. Fud. What is fud? Fear, uncertainty, doubt. <laughs> what are you talking about that's part of nft yeah it's a word where it's like oh you're creating fud around this collection meaning like fear uncertainty doubt and then it makes the floor price drop which a floor price is the minimum price oh yeah in case you guys don't know floor price is, is the minimum price of uh yeah of any collectible within a collection yeah and then you constantly check the floor price like at one point when i had a cool cat and the floor went from like three eth to suddenly like 12 ETH and like larger and larger. I think it went up to like 16, yeah. Yeah, and it was so crazy to watch the floor. My dad said, Violetta, sell it. And I said, Papa, you know nothing about NFTs. I'm smart, I know. And then I didn't sell it and then it started to go down and then I sold it and I made some profit and then I was like... So you were kind of smart. I, I sold it and I, th yeah. I was hoping my dad didn't remember what it was before. And I was like, Dad, I sell my profit. And he goes, oh, Violetta. It was, you should have sold when I told you. You would have made more. You should have uh, listened. Parents like, always say that. How do you remember everything? <laughs> I know. They always they remember everything and they will not let you forget it. Yeah. But it's okay. Apparently it went even more down. So I, I'm kind of relieved that I sold it. It did. But here's the other thing. Because uh, Moonbirds took so much liquidity from the market, a lot of the floor prices of the other collections dropped. And... And everyone's saying, hey, this is a really good time to buy into some of these other uh, collections that were doing well before because oh, they're going to go back up. So so I, anyway, I, I have to say this. This is not financial advice. <laughs> Do your own research. I don't know what's going to happen. 
Um, I'm I'm of the mindset that you know a lot of people talk about investing in NFTs, uh, and I'm sure you probably have a question about that. Look, when it comes to this stuff, you're gambling. Yes. Unless unless you you're gambling, but when you have so much conviction and in a project and the artists and the founders and the utility of the project and you put your money in it and you're just like rooting for them and active in the discords and the Twitter spaces, maybe in that case, it feels like such an investment of your money and your time. Yeah. And in some ways it is. But but when you're speculating on all this stuff, buying this because someone told you, buying that because someone told you, it's like, yeah. let's be real. It's gambling. Which is what I did after I got such a good alpha. About the cool cat. About the cool cat. I was like, let me listen to everyone. And I tried to. And then uh, a lot of people didn't know. Because you really, you really just don't know. And I know you were in one because, you know, you were invited. But you were in an alpha chat. I don't know if you knew that it was called that. But the chat that you were invited to that you told me about. Those are called alpha chats. So people try to get into certain alpha chats. Uh, so that they can find out about stuff that is going to moon. Moon? <laughs> moon means floor price is going to shoot up. Okay, but I, that's a new word. So you want things to moon. You want things to moon. <laughs> for the floor price to go up. Yes. I feel like we need to have a glossary of terms before no, this I, episode. No, I'm actually literally, I'm going to create, I'm going to put this somehow in a video explaining it. And I'm going to create all the terms. Yeah. Last term that you just mentioned that we didn't explain is Discord. Okay, Discord is another app slash server. Like you can have a server on Discord. Every collection has one and it's where the community exists, communicates with each other. There's different channels within the Discord. So when you have Cool Cats, you can go into the Cool Cats yeah, Discord. But only people that have that NFT are allowed access to that. Or to ex- certain channels in the Discord. A big example, Board Yacht Club. When there yeah. was stuff happening in Miami, there was a yacht party and only people with the board yacht club with the board apes, bo- sorry, board ape NFT were able to access to the point that like in order for me to go, one of my friends would have had to transfer his board ape and trust me and transfer into my wallet to tr- and trust me enough that I would give it back to him. Or you could have been a plus one. That's the only way. I know. I literally told them. I was like, do not transfer it to me because I will not give it back to you. <laughs> I literally was like, don't, hey, don't do it. Hey, at least you're honest. Yeah, I will keep it. I was like, I will block you and never speak to you again. <laughs> do not transfer a board ape to me. Yeah, he should appreciate your honesty. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Obviously, I would transfer it back. But I would have probably thought. I was like, Ugh, yeah, could it's I be very a bad tempting <laughs> to keep. But yeah, for sure. But um, so that's like part of the events. Okay, the Discord is cool. That's that is where the communities live, and that's how also in the Discords, a lot of people create Discords before they the collection comes out. And collections are normally nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine items. In yeah, the collection. and they call it like a ten thousand PFP collection. Yeah, and it's kind of like in the collection, the reason they can go up or down, whatever, is because. You, they will never make more. It's kind of the same with uh, with uh, Bitcoin. There's yeah, there's only, only 21 million Bitcoin. And there's only one of me and I'm still single. How? <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so That crazy. was good timing, right? <laughs> Thank that you. was perfect. I know. So yeah, there's that's a cool thing is that you can never, you won't make any more. That's why m- the value of money, uh, fiat, the value of fiat 
can sometimes goes down because when the government keeps printing more that's also inflation how inflation happens and all that the value of it goes down it's kind of it's with these the crypto nfts and all that there's they will never print quote unquote print um not print but like they'll never make more so everything that kind of goes around between people that's the only uh, that's the only amount that's the supply yeah, yeah that's the supply yes supply that's the word <laughs> okay so discord is the chat there's this other word for like nfts or something and it's like a group of people and you are like in charge of something oh I community forgot. manager no it's like not partner it's like literally some hierarchy and so like remember something about nfts or whatever it is whale no what is whale oh oh wait wait this is important this is a crypto conversation more but people always talk about um in crypto which i even had to google when it comes to what is the word when i'm feeling bullish versus i'm feeling bearish bearish yeah why don't we explain that really quick so this is not nfts this is crypto but if you've i'm sure you've heard but you can two- use the words they use it in stocks bull market oh. bear market when it's a bull market everything's going well everyone's making money bear market everything's complete going opposite. down yeah so it's like it's like the guy who told me about moonbirds his name's sunny may the lord bless him <laughs> even though i didn't buy in but he told me he's like i'm so bullish on this project and bullish means i believe it's gonna go up yeah for sure and when you say bearish i'm feeling bearish you believe that your crypto your nft project Not is about to do go well. down yeah so like during the when the word first started and everyone freaked out and started to pull out their money with um nft um with the crypto stuff and bitcoin was going down that's when people are like no i'm feeling bullish like i know it's gonna go up and now people like no i'm feeling bearish like it's gonna go down so like yeah exactly and but here's the thing the true builders the true believers stick around during a bear market they build during a bear market because it's always gonna go like this yeah, but some people, including myself during that time, I couldn't I couldn't deal with watching the currency go down, the value of, of my course, fiat. Your bags. Yeah, my <laughs> bags. So I said, I'm just gonna take everything out. So should you invest in NFTs? Like you said, it depends on you. Either you believe in the community yeah. or you believe in the project, or if you're ready to gamble and you have some money, you're okay with losing. Right. But some people really buy in not because they're trying to you know trade and make money some people are really buying because they're a collector they love the art or they're buying into a community they're buying a sense of belonging which is like a deep deep human need we talked about yeah for example lazy lion i would say it is one of the cutest adoring community they are such a tiny community that like anyone that buys in will literally feel part of a family which we'll we'll discuss that word in a bit or right after this because you have a thoughts about using the word family or you may not remember but i'll remind you oh i tweeted it um so it's like such a fan i remember one time i tweeted should i get a lazy lion and i kid you not it was like so many retweets and like everyone from that community started like taking screenshots of their oh and and like that nft has kind of been stagnant it hasn't gone up it's what is it like two three ethereum i haven't checked to buy it. 
it, it had a lot of hopes and then it, it became stagnant, but it's still, it's not worthless. It has some value and you still have to have like $10,000 to buy into it. But still, they don't care about that. They don't care about the profit. They just care. They, it's literally such a passionate community. It's, I, I really, I almost bought into it because of the community. Right? Yeah. You see? So community is super important. To yeah. some people, art is important. To some people, utility is important. To some people, community is important. To some people, all three is important. Yeah. You know, so it, it depends. I think NFTs are a good way for people to get familiar with like blockchain technology. It's cool to collect art because the entry point for buying art, especially, you know, when you're buying from galleries and mm -hmm. stuff, it's very expensive. Yes, but I would say for a lot of people who are not as into the art aspect is specifically because it is not tangible. Yep. That's hard for a lot of people to process. In my opinion, like it was very hard for me to sell my cool cat because I then had to say goodbye to the community and I really liked it. They were like, sure, so you can wear part of the cool cat stuff and like you can be on the Discord, there's parties, invite cool cat. Like it was very hard for me to sell, but I just wanted, I needed the money. So I sold it and because plus I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. So I wanted to make, I needed the profit. Um, so I believe people who don't understand the art perspective of non-tangible things, it's more about the, a community and what the NFT can actually do for you. And in the future, I think NFTs will have such a, like even our friend Robert created like a whole concert. Oh yeah, from, incredible. Yeah, after party. Yeah, after party. Our friend Robert, he owns, he runs after party. It was a whole concert yeah. that had real artists and everything and had to do with an NFT that you had to have in order to be able to attend. To go to the music festival. So I think in the future, there will be a lot more stuff in, like behind the specific NFT and that's how people are going to want to yeah to get it. so so the, yeah to get familiar with the utilities also like music nfts are about to to pop that does a lot for artists because it cuts out the middleman you know what i mean and also everyone who takes money off of those artists who works with them they don't make they don't make a lot off of those royalties one thing i want to say about the smart contracts that i forgot to mention so before an artist not just a, an artist of like paintings and stuff like that uh music artists whatever mm -hmm. they they only had a relationship with the first person who bought the, the first person who bought let's say whatever the painting for example mm -hmm. okay beyond that the painting gets sold to someone else they don't know anything about it but here they can see who owns it which wallet be it belongs to at any point in time and every time it gets resold baked into the smart contract is a royalty system where they can make like 10% in perpetuity every yeah. time it sells they make money so that's for the people who are creating the collection they can make between 5 to 10% royalty every time they But even photography art there's yeah. one of one photography art so whatever it is this is a historic difference Isn't there a way for regular people who didn't create the collection to make some type of profit from like through royalties I forget or if is they that... if they own if if they're an owner in the project, like, cause look, it's like an artist will maybe get like 25%, but then there's also like, you know, devs, the person who thought of the concept, who owns the project, who went to the artist and said, Hey, can you create this for me? There's so many different components. Cray, you just use a term. No one knows. What is a dev? 
um, a developer, a Solidity developer. Oh, that makes sense. I was just like another coin. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, this is Nicole for another episode with her. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Violet. And where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at N-I-C-C-C-B. You can find me on Twitter. Which Twitter is really popping, especially for the NFT the community. The NFT community. Um, it's at Nicole Benham, but it's B-E-H-N-A-M. Very crucial mistake. Everyone makes it. Uh, and then on TikTok, I'm at Ask Nick. Amazing. So. Cool. Thank you so much for coming on.